0: Hi and welcome to my podcast Pregnant in Japan, your podcast about pregnancy, birth and the joy of a relaxed motherhood in Japan. My name is Vicky, I'm a German mom living in Tokyo. I'm sharing my positive birth experience to inspire you with yours. Today I would like to share with you my most important learnings about choosing a hospital Unlike in a lot of other countries, in Japan you need to make a reservation at the hospital for birth in advance. And some hospitals can fill up quickly, so best is you start to look for a facility as soon as your pregnancy is confirmed um, by a doctor. For myself, I made a list of uh, my six priorities or six factors and here they come at that time when I made this list of priorities I was not familiar at all with natural unmedicated birth therefore I wanted to have the option of an epidural. So if an epidural is possible was one of my first um, priorities and actually a lot of Japanese hospitals don't offer epidurals and it can happen that especially these hospitals that offer one are quickly fully booked. My second priority was that my husband could attend birth. When I did my research, I read that traditionally fathers were not allowed to attend birth in Japan. Although um, I was in four different facilities in Tokyo and in every single one fathers or birth partners were allowed. And also from my um, other friends who were pregnant and gave birth here in Japan I haven't heard anything about restrictions regarding um, birth partners, uh, so husbands or uh, doulas for example. The only reason why a husband and birth partners could not attend at that time was because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Anyways, um, I think it's a good idea just to double check at your facility that you are interested in if uh, birth partners are allowed, because in my opinion, having somebody during labor who supports you, whoever that might be, or your, uh, your, I don't know, maybe your mom comes, or it's your husband, or maybe a doula, it's one of the most important things uh, to have somebody around you who can support you emotionally but also uh, give you a back uh, massage when you have your waves or contractions. My third priority was the distance from my house to the facility. How far is the facility from your house? For me it was important that the facility is not too complicated to reach because I took the train for each checkup and usually a lot of Tokyos trains are very crowded. Of course it also depends on where you live. Some train lines are up than others and then there's also peak time, early morning and then afternoon where everybody is going to work or coming back from work. My train line, the Toshi line, <laughs> is like always packed it seems, but especially in these peak hours. Even though there are designated seats for pregnant women, sometimes it's just so packed that you can't not even reach this area. And later on in my pregnancy, I did not want to travel too far with my big belly. And especially when the summer came up and Tokyo summers can be very, very hot (laughs) and checkups become more regularly. And when I talk about the distance from your house to the facility and vice versa, I don't mean uh, just the physical um, distance, meaning kilometers, like two, three, four, five kilometers or more. It's um, also about the connection of the trains because it can happen that the facility is quite close to your house, but you have to switch trains maybe two or three times. So check on for example Google Maps how easy it it is to get there from your place. For the day when you actually go to your facility to give birth I recommend to order a taxi. There are special maternity taxis in Japan that will take you straight to the facility um, where you need to go. You simply have to sign up on the web page of this maternity taxi firm, there are several with your name and number and where you need to go and your expected due date. And it's quite nice because when you call them I think you don't even have to tell them your name because they already have your number in the system and they come straight to your house and uh, know where to go and um, are ready. <laughs> and it's not even um, a lot more expensive than a normal cab. I know some moms-to-be, they are actually worried about the distance from the house to the facility, um, not for regular checkups, but um, for the day of um, delivering their babies. I personally would not worry too much about how long the way is, because usually the baby does not come as quick as in one hour, once um, the contractions or waves get more regular. But it takes some time from the moment when you leave the house until the baby's born. But of course, there are always exceptions and um, everything can always happen. My fourth priority was feeling comfortable at the facility. For this, I think um, it's helpful when you get to know the environment, so the facility, and also, as far as possible, the staff or so doctors and midwives. I really wanted to do a touring um, at the hospital before choosing one. However, I found it was um, complicated because not all hospitals would offer such a service. From the four facilities I saw, it was just possible at two. One of them was Seizu Kinoshita and it was for free. And the other one was at the Matsugoka Birth Center, which cost around 5000 yen with um, detailed information. At the two other hospitals, which were IECO Clinic and Red Cross Hospital, they wanted me to register directly and come for a checkup so because i wanted to see the hospitals i ended up um, doing a first registration and also the first uh, clinical checkup with um, all the basic exams and i ended up um, paying at each hospital um, for those for those first registration and even though i had the coupon book um, the coupon book had just one sheet for the first registration But because I was in four different facilities, I um, ended up paying three times for first registration myself. (laughs) If you still want to see uh, these hospitals um, but don't want to register directly, I recommend just to go there without an appointment and as far as it's possible to roam around and have a look at it and see how the atmosphere is. You can also go to the reception and simply ask some question and see how the staff reacts and um, how they treat you or how friendly they are. Who knows, maybe they think it's a little bit weird, but hey, it's about you and it's about giving birth, which is a a pretty big event. So do what feels right for you. Uh, It's about you and your baby. If you get To talk to some midwives or doctors with or without registration, you can also ask them if it's possible to bring your music or your aroma essential oils or whatever would make you feel comfortable when you give birth. Even though, maybe at first, the room where um, you deliver a baby might not feel um, very cozy, it also is in your power to to create your own environment and make your room yours. My fifth priority was English speaking stuff. Before I came to Japan or to Tokyo, somebody told me Tokyo is an area where they don't speak English and I could not believe it because Tokyo is like a mega city and (laughs) how can they not speak English? But to be honest, I find that partly true. And not all the hospitals have English speaking stuff. At IECO Clinic, the midwives spoke, and the midwives and the doctors spoke very good English. Although the IECO Clinic is not the place where you will deliver your baby, it's the IECO Hospital. Then at the Red Cross Hospital and the Seijo Kinoshita, it was mixed. Sometimes the doctors spoke English and sometimes the midwives. And at the birth center, the director speaks very good English and some midwives too. My sixth priority was the price. As I said before, in Japan, pregnancy and childbirth medical expenses are not covered by the National Health Insurance. For the 14 medical checkups, you got the coupons which give you 50% discount. And for delivery and hospitalization, the Japanese state will reimburse up to 420,000 yen depending on your hospital cost. I found that the hospital costs differ a lot. For example, a private clinic like Aiko was the most expensive I found. The birth center was the most affordable one. The cost will also depend on a lot of other factors like if you're having an epidural which costs extra, giving birth on weekends or nights is also extra. Um, using additional birth tools um, or a private room it's also extra cost. So this was the list of my six priorities. I recommend that you write down your mandatory requirements for yourself what is most important for you and for me I figured my top two are that my husband could attend and also feeling comfortable at the place. I hope that was helpful for you and let me know what you think and if there's anything else to add. If you prefer to watch a video about this topic I made a youtube video about it and I will put the link in the notes. In case you would like to have more details on the prices of hospitals, check out my webpage. I will also put it in the notes. I'm also curious what are some important factors when choosing a hospital or a facility in your home country. Or maybe you already gave birth in another country and there were some very interesting things you would like to share. Let me know. The world is just so diverse, I'm eager to learn more and to discover at least some bits and parts of it. (laughs) Thank you for listening.